You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. For the few in attendance and the millions listening around the world, ladies and gentlemen, from the awesome Podcast Network studios, this is 80s Revisited 100th Episode Showdown. Let's get ready to rumble! This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now, your host, Trey Harris. Final round of 80s Revisited's 100 character battle royale deathmatch. Mm. A winner, a victor, or victorette will be crowned tonight, standing alone above the bodies of 99 other men, women, uh, adolescents, fish. Aliens. Cartoon uh, video game characters. Yeah, video game characters. <laughs> animated character as well. So let's, uh, before we get into it, of course, I am Trey Harris. With me as always is my producer, Jesse Sedgley. Yes, I And still here, came back again, hopped into DeLorean and zoomed straight over from a neighboring city, Jonathan Foreman from Now vs. Nostalgia. Welcome back, brother. Uh, thanks for having me back again. I know, it's just, I mean, you might as well just live here. Man, once I learned how to get here, it's so quick. <laughs> I mean, you, we didn't realize it was right down the road. You know? Yeah, just a little shortcut. As the crow flies, it's not far at all. But we've Mm -hmm. gone through, I don't even know the number of battles, but we've seen heroes rise and heroes fall. We've seen characters near and dear to our hearts meet horrible, horrible deaths. Mm. Some that hurt more than others. I still believe in you, Ernest. But (laughs) nonetheless, we've come down to the final 16 combatants. Mm -hmm. Out of 100, the final one standing tall. And we might need some time to talk about it. So let's go ahead and just take it one yep. one small step at a time and make sure we're thorough and good on this so that the winner that is crowned is the one that truly deserves it. And the first battle already, Battle Damage T-800 emerges into the arena. It's metal exoskeleton gleaming in the lights, the bright lights. On the other side, a battle-worn and weary Indiana Jones. Oh, no. I <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Oh, God. So. Well, that one's over pretty quick. And you get some shots in, and then the Terminator just, unfortunately, takes out Dr. Jones. Yeah, kind of easily. There's really not much. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's not much to even say. I know. I, I mean, even Devil's Advocate, I mean, you know, he might get dodge a couple, but what what right. can Indy do unless there's a pit of molten lava or <laughs> uh, uh, industrial strength, you know, car crusher? Yeah. He can't kill the Terminator. No, yeah, not, his whip won't do anything. His guns won't do anything. Hand-to-hand combat is... <laughs> <laughs> he chose the block and it just snaps his arm yeah. and continues to break his neck. Off yeah. to a quick start. <laughs> so, yeah. Dr. Jones is now a relic himself yeah. to be discovered. Dr. Jones. In Jones, many years. Jones Sr. just holding his broken body. <laughs> yes. I was supposed to go before you. It's like, it's like the Last Crusade part where they think he's dead. <laughs> Crying about it. The whole, you know, amount of Holy Grail yeah, will do anything. It's like he pours it on these. It's just coming out of his chest hole. <laughs> That's nothing. All right. The next fight, Jason Voorhees, fresh off of killing Martin Riggs, mm. is taking on the greatest swordsman who ever lived, Mad Mardigan. I think we got a slobber knocker here, boys. Yeah. Got Jason Voorhees, has his machete, not necessarily any finesse with it. Well, I'll take that back. He can use the machete better than anybody else I know. <laughs> Again, machete. 
Mad Mardigan, two feet of cold, hard, razor-sharp steel, greatest swordsman who ever lived. Granted, you know, one good shot could take him out, could take off a limb, and it's, it could be over. But That's hard to hit him. But he is the greatest swordsman who ever lived versus a very tough, machete-wielding maniac. Hmm. At this point, especially uh, looking at you got to look at, we're talking part three. Yes. You know, you haven't seen Jason do, like, super extreme stuff. Punch like off heads. Later, right? or, uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> he's also been portrayed kind of slow lumbering and stuff like yes. that. Yes. So... Uh, Almost if, clumsy in a right. sense. So if he's going to go toe to toe with a, a agile, you know, like a swords fight, I'm going to go with Matt Mardigan. I would too. It would be entertaining to watch as he like whittles, you know, cuts off an arm, cuts off a leg. I would say, like, yeah, you that's what will happen. It cuts cuts an arm off, and then like he goes to grab the machete or something, like that and like stabs him through the chest, and yeah. then like turns around to sheath the sword. Jason gets back up and just <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah, fight continues. Like, uh, the Holy Grail. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Victory on. is mine. Thank you, oh Lord. <laughs> you got no arms left. And that's what it would take. So Mad Mardigan. Yep. Daniel would be happy. But he probably will never even know what happens because he doesn't he listen. Won't be happy or doesn't even respond. <laughs> All right. Next fight. Probably probably the most unfair fight in oh. this final bracket. Even worse than what we've already heard. Oh, just wait. All right. The Predator, fresh off a of killing, Han Solo. Right. Uncloaks to take a good look at Elvira <laughs> across the arena. Oh. And thinks, I cannot wait to have those on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, then with wow. pristine care, kills her yeah. in such a way that she looks damn good mounted on his wall. Yeah. Well, wait. What if, limbs. what if he wanted to, like, you know, the Predator is a noble warrior because he does fight with uh, Arnold when they fight you know he takes off his gear to go toe to toe with him mm. that's true what if he went to stab with his wrist blade and got stuck in one of those masks <laughs> <laughs> close enough for Elvira to find <laughs> put the dagger right <laughs> in his skull <laughs> that's a brilliant observation the, so the question is would the would her breasts be able to stop a death shot from the predator <laughs> well he would go to toe to toe with her because remember like you said he would he would drop his gear yeah. and go well, down, true. and go down with her but he still is a hulking monster. Yes. And, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. think her womanly wiles would be able to... I don't know Predator you well, know, I would, sexual I hope, mating rituals. Yeah. I would hope she would give chase and at least a couple good swipes with the claw to... to yeah. <laughs> you would thin the clothing off That's a little right. bit. She would, yeah. She had no idea how to take on a monster like that. <laughs> you know, he goes to reach for and just grabs this dress and just, oops, in her own nice little fantasy fight. Right. right. But right. then unfortunately... The Predator has another the couple of trophies. Of the night, but <laughs> and the but lovely, lovely Elvira has met her match from the Predator. Yeah. So Predator moves Predator. on. The next fight, surprisingly still in the competition to make the, you know, if you ask me who's going to be in the final 16. Now, of course, this was all, these were all random fights. I never mm-hmm. would have thought a character from Police Academy <laughs> would have been in the final 16. <laughs> Tackleberry <laughs> versus yeah. Darkness from Legend. Okay. This is... Probably where it ends for him. Can Darkness take a bullet? Because he's going to be taking a couple of them here. Yeah. Well, all, right, well, all we see in Legend is that, well, he gets his hand cut off, and then he zooms out into space. Right. And then separates. But that's all we really see. Huh. Uh, Tackleberry has only faced, uh, you know, sharks and people and stuff yeah. like that. And, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, Things of this world. Anybody who would walk toe-to-toe and see that thing would stop and drop probably, you know, shit their pants. Yes. Uh, so, 
Uh, I would probably go with the darkness. I mean, it's basically that would be Satan, my first Satan inclination. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I think there is a point worth at least discussing. This discussing. Uh, now, like kind of like what you said, and I agree with what you said. But Tackleberry is also like you know he hears a noise in his kitchen. He pulls his gun out from under his pillow and puts holes in milk cartons. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he, you know, I don't think that might be a big of. a... I think he would get some shots off. So the I think the more important question would be: Could darkness resist a hot load of yeah. <laughs> that on his chest? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the bullets, you know, yeah. a, a load, a magnum load. I mean, yeah. Oh, you a dirty boys! Uh, which, yeah, just all th- over his face, neck, and chest, just all over. <laughs> because now Tom Cruise used just a sword and cut an arm off, or excuse me, cut a hand off. Right. So. Uh, and he's well. He did. It was he, an enhancement to the sword, or just the sword. Because at first he they used light. Because remember, like the sunlight was the weak was his weakness, right? And then he was in the little hallway. Okay. And then uh, Tom Cruise cut him, cut his arm off, and I think then he throw the unicorn horn, and that he's like, Ugh! and then he got sucked out. So it required but the horn. It required basically. pure light. Yeah. Light in the horn, but um, his sword cut his hand off. Like a sword, a human sword cut his hand off, which would lead me to that believe that a bullet work. would blow a hole in him. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, we that's sort of like the wraith. We don't know if that would a bullet would actually hurt him, but theoretically, in the movie, which of course we're taking just what the movies kind of show, a sword cuts his hand off. He has powers and skills. Yeah. Satanic. <laughs> Dark matter, mind manipulation, control of fire, great strength, psychological manipulation, illusions, hobby, tormenting its victims, deceiving people, harnessing the power of darkness and ruling the underworld. Goals. <laughs> Kill the unicorn. Let's Destroy see. the sun. Wow. So get rid of light. So. I would have to say that I think Tackleberry would put a hole in his head. Matter manipulation. Unless darkness brings the absence of light with him to the smash, then he wouldn't be able to see him. And therefore, darkness would be his most powerful. I would say that this arena would be sort of like, you know, lit by, like, almost like Karate Kid Part 2. Now, he, one of, I mean, if you well, go by case. the official, the Wikipedia thing, uh, his powers and skills, dark magic, matter manipulation, but the one at the bottom that makes me still go darkness side, illusions. So, what if he splits into five? <laughs> Waste his bullets? <laughs> he split into seven and just hope that the last one that he shoots. <laughs> what was the arena in uh, Karate Kid 2? It was like flat, but it had, I mean, I would just think it had the fire around it. it didn't have Powers fire the and skills control over fire. Well, so in, in the movie, he kind of just does it out of his fingertips. Right. Well, I mean, if he actually has control over fire in the area and stuff. Yeah. Jesse, you are a wise and <laughs> good friend. I think Tackleberry might be able to take this based upon the sword severing the wrist. John has a good point of view about, you know, illusions and other things. But we got we got to probably go with you, uh, what we've done before, and got a gun. <laughs> no gun <one>. wins. <laughs> no, no, it's up to you, Jesse. One, you are the tiebreaker here. Unless oh. you're changing your vote. <laughs> well, in that case, I'll give it. Arrows to, penetrate him. I'll give it to Tackleberry. But you, I mean, the uh, the last uh, attempt for him. You like you said that the <laughs> arm uh, he does get his hand cut off and stuff like that. But as far as you know, like he could just regenerate and stuff like that. Because, That's true. You know, uh, I mean, he's not killed until like his ultimate weakness is used against him. So yes. Tackleberry might waste him. He might. But is it, it enough to take him out of the match? That's what right. it is. It's like the wraith. Oh. If the wraith goes down, he's out, but he comes back later. Right, right. 
80s revisited at gmail.com. <laughs> no, we got to decide it here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> screw those people. <laughs> well, I say Tackleberry. <laughs> Sticking with darkness. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow I'm gonna follow with our pat, uh our tradition gun. It's gonna beat him. I mean, you, you see him take mortal damage. Um so yeah, I'd say six shots, especially with like like we said before. Tackleberry's not carrying a pea shooter, he's carrying a freaking yeah, hand cannon. So, so yeah, Tackleberry. <laughs> Final eight. <laughs> Police he might character. take this whole thing. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's some people in the way there. I don't know. It might come down to this whole fight. Might come down as to whether or not a, a Magnum slug in the dome of a T-800 can kill it. This whole thing might come down to that. Oh, well. Actually, it won't because they're in the same bracket. Right. But a quarterfinal match could. Could. It could. Okay. Here we Moving along. That's one half of the bracket that we have four left on that side. On the other side, the first match, fresh off of Killing Batman. Yeah, you heard right. <laughs> John Rambo is taking on Ash from Army of Darkness. Hmm. I love Ash. Yeah. He's funny. He's entertaining. I like his movies a little bit better than the Rambo movies. But John Rambo would beat the sh- would kill him no matter which yeah. slice it. Yeah, yeah even barehanded. Yeah, I mean, there's not even a... I don't even think there's a devil's advocate way to... I mean, Ash would have to have his chainsaw, his shotgun, his robot arm, his legion of followers in the past, and his Oldsmobile with the fan. Right. And he can't even bring anything more than his shotgun and chainsaw to the table. I agree. For this fight, John Rambo would just be his worst nightmare. It'd be, I'm just imagining the, uh, the end of Saving Prior to Ryan where he's slowly pushing his knife into him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Some things once spoken cannot be unseen. All right. Moving along. Here's a great battle. He-Man versus Dar, the Beastmaster. Two medieval characters. Another sword fight. But again, of course, He-Man just finished off Conan, mainly due to the strength factor. I think that would come into play here. But although we must take into consideration, Dar does have his animal friends, as far as at least Kodo and Poto. Hmm. (laughs) <laughs> Could, <laughs> not the, what? Not the title I was looking for. <laughs> he Man and Beastmaster strip for gas money on YouTube. I'm sure they're in terrible. Customers. I thought they deleted that. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, John! Now uh, Jesse? Yeah, there's nothing. Oh here. wow, no. Oh, is it just like a terrible picture? It's probably radio play. In favor of this, yes. we'll do anything for cash production. Oh, nice, yeah, whatever. Now, He Man has beaten Beastman before. <laughs> yes, but Beastman, of course, right. is a lackey of Skeletor, who, of course, let's face it, I love Skeletor. Skeletor is one of the greatest villains of all time. He's an idiot. Right. <laughs> and Beastman is even below that. Yeah. Because, of course, again, He-Man, I mean, He-Man's more power, so he has the brute strength. You know, uh, Dora might be a little quicker, and he has his Kodo and Poto. Excuse me. Oh, that's Tony so, Roberts. <laughs> oh, God, yes. That was my crush when I was a kid. I uh, was one of them up there. Oh, definitely. I remember when I finally found this movie on uh, DVD. So that was, when I got it on DVD, it was the first time I ever saw it, other than the TBS version. Right. And, oh, boy, it was like seeing O'Bower for the first time. Mm. Certain scenes, they're like, oh, my God, I had no clue. You know. But um, if they're going sword to sword, we're talking mystic weapon here. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, shatter that sword straight into it. So even once his sword's gone, he's left with his 
skill and his two ferrets, which I think He-Man would just... Ozzy Osbourne of things. <laughs> so, He-Man. Yep, I give it to He-Man too. Moves on. Alrighty. Two more battles in round... F- what did I say? Four? Yeah. Make sure I'm saying the numbers correctly here. One, two, three, and four. Yeah, now we have the Return of the Wraith. <laughs> the Wraith versus Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi. It's a... So, now, we know the Wraith has a shotgun. <laughs> yes. Uh, we know that he's basically a ghost, and the Force, like, Luke can see ghosts and interact with ghosts, so maybe he can just force ghosts choke him. I don't know. <laughs> All the other ghosts would team up against the Wraith. <laughs> They all just appear. We can see you. (laughs) (laughs) They take off the mask and it's like Anakin Skywalker. Like, ah! Of course, Wraith has a shotgun. Of course, shotgun is not a long-range weapon. No. They wouldn't... So it would be... You'd have to close the gap a little bit. Luke has the speed and power of the Force plus a lightsaber. Uh, Now, we've seen, you know, lightsabers deflect blaster bolts and theoretically could block a bullet. But could a Jedi, in fact, stop a shotgun spread? I think you could probably stop him before it starts with the force. Yeah. Uh, you know, or at least disarm him or something, and then it's just... Or when those bullets come flying, pull, pull his gun out. Force him yeah. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen him... Well... Yeah, it all depends how quick the Wraith is. But, I mean, you're walking into this battle. And also, the Wraith just kind of walks around, like when he walks into the garage, just... Strolls. Poses first. <laughs> <laughs> and has a conversation... Because he like, has no fear You're just there talking to him while he's doing it. Yeah. So, I would think the Wraith... Uh, excuse me. Luke Skywalker yeah. would take out the Wraith. Because the Wraith is, when he's going walking around, he's basically uh, in physical form. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's got to be to hold a gun and walk around and do all the things he does. Uh, yeah, Luke Skywalker. You don't see him throw the lightsaber in the, in the films. In the, not in Return of Jedi. Mm-mm. You see Vader throw it, but not Yeah, him. correct. Um, yeah, it depends how far we take the Force powers. Right. But going on Return of the Jedi, Luke, yeah, I'd go with him taking him out. And, of course, the Wraith, after Luke decapitates him or whatever, the Wraith would just disappear and then appear outside the arena as a car and just drive off <laughs> to go. He would appear. <laughs> eh, I tried. <laughs> it didn't zoom off. Just think if I were Superman. That's what I was about to say. Now, Devil's Advocate, Luke Skywalker, Return of the Jedi versus Superman. Now, here, here, here's the only thing that like we never established, which it's hard to say, like, what? But, of course, Superman is only Superman because of our yellow sun. Correct. Not saying that this, and not saying well, while well, some were taking place uh, yes, somewhere yes. else or anything, but you know, far, far that's the only reason he's powerful. Of course, there are other yellow suns right. in the galaxy, uh, but of course, we had to go out of the movies. But I'm being again, this is total devil's advocate. Maybe Earth's yellow sun makes Luke Superman, which he doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying that for the sake of discussion. But uh, if it was Superman versus Luke Skywalker, I would assume the Force could. Harm Superman, but the question would be: Would Luke even have a chance? Would. I mean, would a lightsaber even do anything to him? You know, just just, just sit right, there and like sit there. Uh, maybe they'd be friends. They both got like daddy <laughs> issues. So, so. <laughs> they imply that he's captured in that Batman versus uh, Vader video we watched. Oh yeah, that is true. Uh, he has the Kryptonian. Um, so at some point he captures him. Maybe he doesn't have to kill him. You know, maybe if he just Shuts him down with the force somehow. <laughs> I think, but again, because the only thing about Superman is, is like, obvi- again, this is Superman to Superman, so we already know he can 
go around the like he is, he is faster than light. Mm-hmm. He is you know does he just like stop playing around the second like door opens <laughs> covered yeah. in blood. I mean I would say right. I mean Instantly. of course yeah. I mean you could say that for any fight that he's in. Yeah. You know same thing like we talk about if the X Men were all in a battle royale who would win you know who's the fat who would get it who would kill the threat the blah blah but anyway Nightcrawler. Yeah, super, in my opinion. <laughs> pretty much Superman versus anyone. It's, it's a hard argument not to have Superman win. Exactly. Yeah. Man, you know, the only thing I'm like spinning it in my head while I'm thinking about it because I'm going deep into Star Wars lore and stuff like that because, you know, in, in the Empire, Luke gets his hand cut off. Also, he loses his lightsaber, falls down yes. the thing. Now, you have to go into like um, some of the other books and stuff like that, like uh, Shadows of the Empire and stuff mm-hmm. like that to learn how he gets he his, his green lightsaber because he goes back to uh, Tatooine and um, he gets... He gets the uh, stuff that Obi Wan had, and he learns how to build one. And that's yeah. where the all of a sudden he has a green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So I was in my head, I was sitting there trying to spin it like, well, what kind of crystals are those in the lightsabers? <laughs> is that kryptonite? Was it color based? But that would be actually it, badass. The he goes to hit him, and it just like <laughs> cuts him in half because it's a kryptonite beam. And then you get the Wilhelm scream. Ow! <laughs> uh, or Superman hesitates because he sees the green. Oh, like, oh crap! Oh, like, maybe he doesn't know. Like, yeah. oh. But then yeah. the force, then force choke. So that you can't force choke Superman's going. <laughs> but it's the force. Yeah. It's all living things. The force would, you know, just like we joked about a fan film we were talking about making. You know, Star Wars was real. The force is everywhere. Right. So even if it was a, ga- a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, the force is. We just don't know how to, you too. know. Tap into it. Right. So theoretically, on Krypton in another galaxy, the Force is there too. Yeah, a lot of people are going for Superman. Superman stomps any version. Yeah, they're because they're talking about Master. Uh, oh, Luke. Yeah, Luke. Because I mean, I think honestly, it's he Superman could, does yeah, stomp everybody. He could I mean, put Superman to sleep. He could telepathically overwhelm him. But it can do that faster than somebody who can go faster than a thought, smash you and rip you in half. That's all. That's. All. Uh, that's all possible. I mean, Luke yeah. can't do all stuff, but once again, talking about Return of the Jedi, Luke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's not even fighting Superman. So, <laughs> so Luke beats the Wraith, but yeah. Superman would beat Luke. So now, Thinks for Devil's Advocate, it's Luke and Superman, and not Wraith and Superman. Right. Theoretically, but really, just Luke. <laughs> for our, for intents and purposes, yes. All right. The last, I guess this one. Be, this one. Is it semifinal or is it quarterfinal? Then quarter, quarterfinal, then semifinal. I don't, then fin- I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. So <laughs> if I'm wrong, it's we'll just switch it and reverse it. Right. Last semifinal match: mm-hmm. Darth Vader. Oh, this is tough versus Mike Danton. <laughs> oh man! Now uh, I'll really be honest. Want Mike Danton to go on. I would. But. Yeah, the Vader would even even if he was in the tree above Vader's head, perfectly invisible. Yeah, Vader would sense him and right. just make the branch break. Nearby. and... Kill him. Well, he, he might not know he's in the branch, but as soon as he comes down, yeah, we'll see him. Yeah, I think as much as it pains me, <laughs> Mike Danton would. Because can you imagine if Mike Danton had a lightsaber? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we Game already over. know he's a Jedi <laughs> at some point. In, in some form or fashion, he is. So I guess Vader, uh, we're giving it to Vader. Yeah, we're giving I mean, it. Because we know Vader beat Batman. Yeah. Based on that video on the internet. Well, Mike Danton and Batman, that's another fight. Yeah. But anyway, we now have our final eight. There you go. Round five, fight. This is one of those matches. I, I, you know, the, the actual competitive Street Fighter matches are best out of or three wins, mm-hmm. which I always hate because like I'm only good for like three rounds. <laughs> I can only be that intense in a comp, you know, 
knowing that like you know every round matters, but like you know in, in those competitions where it's you know best out of five, basically it's like you can lose the first one, just you know win the next one. Mm-hmm. It just seems to be unnecessary. Yeah, because when Mortal Kombat uh, five came out on I think uh, first Xbox, I think it was. You're talking about uh, Deadly Alliance. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of when like me and our friends started playing it like competitively more, and then me and my friend Jason, we would always play best out of three, typical arcade style, right. so to speak. Then another friend would play best out of five, and it's just like, oh, man. You know, I beat him two rounds in a row, like, yep. But then he'd beat me three in a row. It's like, I'm only good for two. See, mm. I mean, that's a slight tangent off. But, I mean, it was a big tangent off. That game, we used to play it a lot, but, like, my brother was so cheap and stuff like that. He would just, like, he's one of the characters that you could impale him with. So it's like a bleed-out effect. Yeah. So you're yeah. just like, son of a bitch. Like, you stab him with a Sub-Zero sword. <laughs> yeah. Just, just. But uh, I thought, I, I have a signed copy of uh, Deception that Ed Boon signed. Really? Uh, yeah, the Scorpion one. Did you meet him, or was it like an internet? I met, uh, no, I met him. Um, Damn. Because I, I, I worked for GameStop for like five years. Oh, so like at one of the conferences or we something? We went to a maybe, conference, or? and it was uh, when they announced Mortal Kombat uh, 9. Dude, that's awesome. And, uh, they were showing it off and stuff like that, and then like, we were like walking around the, uh, the conference area, and then like somebody was talking, and I saw this guy pass. It like, looks like freaking Ed Boom. And uh, <laughs> I went to talk to him, and I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I, you know, uh, like they said he might be there, mm-hmm. but I thought it was just going to like, he was going to come out during the, the press conference. And then yeah. so I was yeah. like, they kind of give you a list of like who might be and what because they always have like a wrestler or something there or something like that for the WWF games. So I was like, man, I'm gonna bring my copy because if he's there, oh my god, it's gonna be amazing. That's sure enough, awesome. Uh, <laughs> like I would like, geek out for if I like met him. Like, yeah, uh, it was so funny because my friend has a picture with um, <laughs> his name's escaping me, Psychonauts and stuff like that. Yeah, Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer. My former roommate has a picture with him, like from one of the conferences. Yeah, and he's so awesome and stuff like that. Like he's a. Uh, my friend was like, man, I, I bought every single game. And he's like, man, I should be kissing you on the mouth. Just like, he's just like so cool. And just so, I have a, also, I have a picture with uh, uh, the guy who does all the Castlevania stuff. Uh, oh, uh, I know you're talking. I can't think of his name. I can see his face. Yeah. I can't think of the his name. The dude couldn't even speak English. But he, uh, he had the whip and everything and stuff. Like that. Oh, that's it was awesome. awesome. He had a big old cowboy hat on and stuff. Were you working at awesome. GameStop when they had the conference where uh, Mark Hamill was there? No. Because a, a friend of mine, uh, he worked at GameStop till maybe uh, just a year or two ago. But the last conference he went to, I think it was for either Arkham City or uh, Asylum, one of, either one of them. But uh, Mark Hamill was like a guest, and he like drove out in the Batmobile. That's and amazing. it opened, and he came. You know, Mark Hamill came out. I mean, they, they go all out for their conferences, because uh, I'm trying to say, I remember who else was there last year. They, had, they always have big people and stuff. Yeah. But uh, like the first year I went, you know, I mean, not to knock the company. I, I worked for a while. I left it because it's... It's shit pay. You know? Yeah, it, it is. is. It is. I uh, worked there in the mall of Louisiana, right but, when they were in the transition period between EB uh, Electronics Boutique and GameStop. But those com- like, those conferences, like for a manager for that company and stuff like that, is basically like Superman going up to the sun. They just like, oh my god, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so pumped. Because uh, the first year I was like, man, this is so awesome. They give us all the cool stuff. And then at the end they're like, hey, we want everybody to come check out this room over here, kind of, you know? Yeah. And you go in the room and there's like, now this, mind you, this is like six years ago. Yeah. But we go in the room and there's like Alien Ant Farm. And they were just like private concert. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, and then I, I was actually at the year after is when DJ Hero, Guitar Hero, and Band Hero all came out at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. in Vegas, and they had like a private concert at the uh, the Hard Rock Casino, and they had like um, Sugar Ray was there, DJ Aim before he died, um, <laughs> and Ozzy was like popped out over there and stuff. Like that. It was Damn, pretty, pretty badass. That, that's your lost dollars at work. <laughs> That was my last hours. That was also the drunkest I've ever been in my life. Because it was no better had, place than Vegas. Yeah, well, was, they had these little um, bracelets you would get, yeah. and each one had like three little pull tabs, and you could get any drink you wanted. Oh, so like, wow. whatever, as strong as you want it, whatever mix you want. So give me the bottle. Well, I walk, I, I, like I'm like, man, I'm gonna get a drink. So I look, and the lines like, 
So I'm like, screw this. So when I finally get up there, I'm like, I'm not waiting in this line three times. Yeah. I was yeah. like, give me all three of them at once. So I got them all. <laughs> and then like, as people were going to bed, because you have to be up super early, yeah. people were like, man, you don't have more tickets? Here's my tickets. Here's my tickets. Uh, <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Wow. That's awesome though. Like, uh, It was my, good memories. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, it was fun. Because I didn't even know that, that GameStop did that when I was there. And uh, at the, uh, when I was working there, uh, you know, I, 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 I like to say I do a good job wherever I work. I mean, you know, work-minded. And uh, the district manager or something, like, told the manager at the time, like, oh, we want to, like, you know, we want to move, you know, when this person leaves or whatever, we want to move him up to assistant manager, blah, blah, blah. But, of course, you know, like you said, like, I was like, eh, I don't, you know, I'm just here for part-time waiting for something better. Uh, and then, of course, you know, then I learned about, oh, you got these. Free stuff, yeah. Free, you know, like, which I'm not saying I, I'm, I made the right decision. Right, right. And it was, like, kind of like, because in my former roommate, who became the manager at uh, the store on uh, this for local people, of course, in uh, Central over there when that opened. Oh, wait, I know you. I know him. That's what, yeah. Scott Hinckley? Yeah, I know Scott. I mean, Scott went to conference together. Was yeah. he the one that met Tim Schaefer? Yes. That's, okay, that's yeah. Tim. With the, yeah, that's exactly. That's Small crazy. world. Right, yep. <laughs> and of course. I know Scott. Yeah, yep. well, unfortunately, we knew him because. Uh, you know he passed away, huh? No. Anyway, I'm. Was, <laughs> this this podcast has just come full circle, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because the very the day we recorded the first episode is when he passed away. Wow, didn't I know that? Because oh, wow, uh, he was in the store, and he had a aneurysm, pretty much. Wow. And huh. right before we literally went on the air for our various episode, my friend Cliff Newman called me mm-hmm. and said, "Hey, we just want to let you know they're taking that. Scott to the hospital." I'm like, "Oh, oh man, I hope everything's all right. You just let me know what happens." And then like on the way home or. Something like it doesn't, you know, it doesn't look good, and like he had an aneurysm, and he pretty much died. Mm-hmm. And he was my roommate for about two years. Wow! In that's... fact, our house was nothing but like GameStop standees for a while, like right, Oblivion right. and yeah. Gears of War. Uh, and... I, I had the same setup, yeah. <laughs> just like I think that, every yeah. GameStop manager does, pretty much. In fact, almost. Uh, we would just sit there, and we would just, you know, we just. Uh, I remember when uh, Sky uh, Oblivion came out, we're also there playing, like, watching, taking turns watching each other play their. Mm-hmm. Oblivion characters and all that, but yeah, it was so. Whenever we start the day we started this podcast was the day that he passed, away, or that's the day he went to the hospital, right. and then within a couple of days, unfortunately, yeah, because uh, I, I stopped working for the company in 2011, so that was kind of the time I stopped, kind of lost contact with a lot of people. Cause, yeah, um, but yeah, that's okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry to break that news yeah. to you live <laughs> on the air. Yeah, yeah, you know, but uh, yeah. I mean, it was you know because you know we're, we're young, you right? Know, still, relatively speaking, right, right. You know, you know, you still kind of the mentality like, oh yeah, we'll we'll be doing this. We'll we always still be talking on whatever virtual Facebook holodeck in twenty years. You know, so it's always a shock when right. one of us, you know, knock on wood, yeah. you know, God be with all of us, because <laughs> you, you know, they just talked to us on the podcast and now they're all dead because a plane crashed on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. time, man. Again, knock on wood. We can go down like these characters. <laughs> as long as I'm going down because of Elvira, I Elvira. don't care. <laughs> Tiny and, I, and I get killed by our first. You guys get killed by our second. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't want sloppy seconds. But let's 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 change the subject. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're down to the the final eight. Whew. Here we go. Yep. The T eight hundred. Finish it. Versus Mad Mardigan. Uh, sword ain't gonna stop a. Yeah, sword isn't gonna do anything against that's that a, endoskeleton. That's a quick one. And he's just gonna break the sword, and he'll try. Yeah, I mean, he'll fight to the death. Obviously, fight to the death. But the Terminator. <laughs> Mad Mardigan can't take out the Terminator. Can he at least take out the weapon? Probably not, huh? I would even say the Terminator wouldn't even have his gun for that fight just anyway, because of the... Yeah, it doesn't need like, him. Just go ahead, try. Ting, ting. All those pneumatics just... 
Just to crush him. Yeah. Just breaks the sword, bends it. All right. What's next? Ugh. Oh, wait. That, he's in the semifinal. Oh, uh, so yeah. in the first entrant in the semifinal is the T-800, okay. battle-damaged. Speaking of the T-800, one of the coolest toys my brother ever had that, like... You, you have a brother or...? I have two brothers. Okay, older yeah. or younger? Uh, both. In the middle. So, oh, sorry. That's... <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't know why I said that, but I, you're like, oh, middle childs are always the ones that... <laughs> no, it was kind of interesting because uh, my older brother, like, he was into, like, uh, the Star Like, he's uh, four years younger than me, uh, older than me. So he was, like, really big. Like, he had the original Star Wars, like, toys, first set, like the, the first set. Yeah. Like, the Montgomery Wars pre-order set. Like, he had Damn. Just all that stuff. He had the Atari and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so I got that exposure growing up with him. Yeah. And then, uh, like, he was, like, kind of got into rock. Like, pulled me, like, as I was growing up, like, started showing me, like, Guns N' Roses and all this rock and roll. You know? Yeah. But my younger brother was like all into like this stuff coming out like these pokemon and like yeah. power, you know so like i got like both of them are kind of like you know like my brother so i spent time with both of them so yeah i got a stage kept me youthful i guess you know like <laughs> uh that's why i got i like i said you have a broad broad passion for like all these things because we spent a lot of time watching these things and yeah. playing these things and yeah yeah but anyway where i was going with that sorry <laughs> was uh the toy. What I would always do with my younger brother was he would get, like, we go to the store. Mom's like, okay, y'all can each get something. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get Munich Man, the Ninja Turtle. Oh, I love that guy. And like, uh, mm-hmm. hey, Justin, why don't you get, uh, you know, Rat King, you know, whatever. whatever. Whatever ever figure was there that I also wanted. Right. So oh, yeah. I'd do my best to lure him to get whatever I would want. And then we'd get home and play with it and be like, mm-hmm. hey, dude, I'll trade you uh, this toy for that new one you got. Or I'll trade, you know, I would always, like... It was, and looking back at it, it was really dirty and underhanded. Like, whatever toys, mm-hmm. the new toys he'd get, I'd always trade him shit for it. <laughs> Old stuff that he wanted to mind that I didn't care about. And so I always ended up with all the toys. I'm like, oh, that's my toy now. But the one that he got that he would never, ever trade to me, back when uh, T2 came out and they had all the figures for it, right. they had the, uh, it was like the, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was basically like the processing plant for making Terminators. And it had the little... Uh, endoskeletons like non-posable but you put them in this little mold and you push the button and it pumps in like flesh mm-hmm. like, in awesome. your, and like it, it's like jello that's no, it that's it right there no that's a that's salvation. salvation but uh, basically so then you let it kind of sit in there for a minute and you peel it out and it's like a, a flesh colored you know it had like shorts on that's sort of that's it bioflesh that is, that's exactly Man, it right that, there that reminds me of a toy that there's a toy that I loved when I was a kid it was a Mad Sci- Remember the Mad Scientist toys? Oh, I love that. I only had one of them. I had was... to dissect the alien. Oh, that's awesome. And I always wanted that one. I destroyed the carpet in the house with that shit. <laughs> like, that slime came out. My mom would go pissed if, like, we bought... Because you'd go to the quarter machine. Yeah. Put a quarter and get, like, and the get like, those slappy thing. Yeah. Or, like, the goop. Yeah, and then my mom would be so pissed because that goop would get in the carpet or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, that toy was... it was Those were awesome. awesome. But uh, the um, the Terminator one... Like you would, you know, you know, we'd play yeah. with it. Like, oh, this is like, He Man would cut it, and then like we'd actually take the sword and nice. draw like battle damage on. It's like, oh, it's a Terminator, blah blah blah. But anyway, he would. That's the one. Toy. I was like, oh, dude, I'll give you all this for it. Like, I made him. I made him actually good offers on that stuff. Never traded it to me. Nice. <laughs> Type, but uh, it's. A, I don't know if you've seen these. Uh, do a Terminator retro? Uh, maybe I don't know if that's was how you gonna pull it up. Um, toy, maybe toy. Oh, right there. You, have you seen these? Oh yeah, I've seen those in Barnes and Noble. Like the the. Uh, Pretty much the legs and the arms yeah. bend. Yeah, they look like the old three by four, like traditional Star Wars and Jedi. yeah, they're awesome. And uh, like I've seen Alien, I've seen the Goonies. Yeah, uh, they had the Crow. They had like Freddy Krueger, like around Halloween. They had Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. Yeah, pretty awesome. And I was like, God, like oh, man, I wanted to get every one of them. I was like, I can't like get back into right. getting a whole those, bunch of toys those, uh, again. Uh, the, whatever the one at the top, um, 
I can't remember the name of that company that makes those. The Toy Biz, not Toy Biz. This one? Oh, the, that one right there, yeah. No, the one that looks that super detailed. Reflection. Looks like Studio. It's at the, uh, the Reaction. The top, the second one. Oh, this one. Oh, yeah. NECA? Uh, no, it's Hot Toys. Oh, Hot Those toys. things oh, Hot are toys, so yeah. ridiculous, man. They're so expensive. But they're like the most amazing things ever. Because I've seen uh, some company makes like really badass like one six scale G.I. Joe figures. That's them. That's them. Oh, I mean, yeah. like they're like three hundred bucks. I'm like, that's, damn, that's but they, they look so amazing. Yeah, like um so last thing before we gotta jump back into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. do uh, do Snake Eyes. Snake Eyes uh Red Ninja. That thing is the most amazing. And it's a hot toys? Yeah. My buddy uh my buddy Zach, every once in a while he looks at these things all the time. Yeah. It's uh like that big uh, okay. diorama of sorts, I guess. Damn. Look at that. Yeah. Oh man, it's so badass. So, well, yeah, Sideshow does them too, but they have the ones with like the full cloth suits, and you can change them all out and yeah. everything and stuff. Oh yeah, they're awesome. God, Their Marvel wicked. figures and stuff are so good. That looks so awesome, and it's classic Snake Eyes. It's not movie Snake Eyes or anything. Right with lips. Yeah. <laughs> what was the point in that? <laughs> there was no. Yeah, look at that shit. That's yeah. Like their uh, Avengers figures and like their Marvel figures, they have a Star Lord figure that I, like I would. I don't know. So awesome. All right. Too bad Snake Eyes is in all this. Who's next? <laughs> Let's see. Well, I could, I, in hindsight, I could have put him in there over Snake. I mean, uh, He Man. But anyway, let's see. Where? Yeah, who was it? Well, actually, He Man was the mystery character. I don't... Uh, Clark Griswold was. I missed that one. Uh, was from Christmas Vacation? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's see where are we at. Here? Okay. Did he, did he give a good fight? That's all I gotta ask. No. No. <laughs> well, he, uh, he fought Prince. Uh, yeah. But a bit, but we we decided that Griswold's weapon was like the the ball of lights. So he was swinging the ball of lights around. But that was when Prince struck first. Still had five strings on his guitar, <laughs> and finished him off much like Pete Mitchell. Yep. But uh, this, I don't think anybody's ever thought of these two ever fa- fighting each other, mm. and it's. I don't know. It's the best Let, ones. Let's just talk about it and see what happens. The Predators' possibly final hunt, Eugene Tackleberry. <laughs> um, now, they both can kill each other. Like, this is the first the time. capabilities, the, yeah. This is the first time, honestly, Predators really fought somebody. Well, Hansel could have killed him with a shot. But uh, Knowing this, how far they came, though, he knows he's going up against a competitor here. Yeah. He doesn't know what he does yet, but he knows it's someone worthy. So immediately, Cloak. Yeah, <laughs> and Tackleberry can't, you know, he just you know, be like looking mm-hmm. through, you know. He'll definitely be, <laughs> you know, thinking, you know, he'll be suspicious. Yes, but then it's a matter of simply, you know, he doesn't see the three red dots creeping up the back, oh, back and then... Because... Somebody has to take Tackleberry out, and that's... Uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if I'm going awesome 80s, iconic, just badasses... It's not Tackleberry. It's not. <laughs> I would I would agree with that. Simply, uh, now, if they were like just staring at each other, you know, or more of like a quick draw type thing, Tackleberry would win right. in, in in that specific situation. Because the pre- the shoulder can doesn't just fight. You know, it's got a lo- it has lock the lock on. on, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so it is it possible for Tackleberry to beat a predator? Definitely, oh, absolutely. But in terms of this, hell no, no. It's <laughs> so going on the wall. Let's see. Next to, uh, let's see, Scott Howard from Teen Wolf. Going next to the pelt of Teen Wolf, uh, the helmet of RoboCop, 
the blaster of Han Solo, the full body of Elvira, <laughs> the Predator will then hang Tackleberry's magnum on his trophy case and move on to the semifinals or whatever it is. All right, so two more to determine the final four. John Rambo versus He-Man. <laughs> I think it simply comes down, can He-Man deflect an exploding arrow in time to stop it from hitting him in the chest? And How many did he have to begin with? Did he say... We he never, had, established, never that. established that. Okay. But in the movie, he had, I believe, like four. I, th- I thought, yeah, it was like four. So that let's see. First fight, one, two, three. He is out of arrows. Uh-oh. He has wait, his, did, he did, wait, wait, did he use his arrow last time, or did he just, like, <laughs> knife him? Well, he fought Ash, so we don't know. We never really said. We oh no, you said that he does the slow <laughs> Private Ryan. So he has, he has he has an arrow left. Oh, that's over. <laughs> but the, here's the, here's the only question: right. Can that arrow? Can Rambo's exploding arrows penetrate He Man and kill him? Hmm. Now, in the He Man cartoons, I don't. I I've seen ninety nine percent of them. I can remember about two percent of them. But I don't ever remember him, like, you know, much less fighting explosions. Well, this is the movie He-Man, right? right. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Oh, that's true. Didn't he get... I'm trying to, it's been a while so, since he's uh, seen blast, that. So, like, laser blast did hurt him. Yeah, didn't he get... Yeah, he got hit. So, yes, uh, an exploding arrow would hit, him, would hit him and kill him. Hmm. He could not... And now, you don't see him deflecting it. He's not quick enough to deflect it. He's not like a badass to like catch the arrow and throw it back at him. Rambo's exploding arrow pulled back with the force of John Rambo to where the bow itself can barely contain its velocity. Mm. And then Rambo walks over to the body, takes the sword, looks at his knife, <laughs> throws his knife on the ground, and puts the sword of power on his back and walks out the arena. Yeah, I could agree with that. He's half human, so... All right. Are we in agreement with Rand? Any dis- any- no. I would say the only thing that can top that is maybe he rides Cringer out. Where <laughs> <laughs> he skins it and he has like, oh, the, uh, the, the, his, hel- his hood is like. I was thinking Tropic Cringer. Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right. We have three of the final four. It's now time to find out the last one. And we really don't even have to find it out because it's actually already happened. Uh-oh. Luke Skywalker. Versus Darth Vader. <laughs> oh. Okay, this is a long match. It might take three movies. <laughs> yes, but eventually... <laughs> now, this is... Now, to maintain true to our countdown, mm-hmm. it is Vader from Empire who beat Luke. However, it is Luke from Jedi who beat Vader. So, thus... Who beat who last? Luke beat Luke. Vader. Yeah, I go with Luke. Now, again, Devil's Advocate, Superman versus Vader. Because Luke with is, the Empire on the side? No. <laughs> no. We established that Luke against Superman would lose. Again, if Superman, I'm going to kill you, you're dead. Theoretically. There's no... So I guess... Uh, regardless, so Superman would beat Luke and Luke beats Vader. Superman would beat Vader. Yeah. Sounds right. All right. The final... The final... <laughs> You've been waiting. I saw that app up on your phone. You've been waiting for Vader. I was looking for something worth a lose. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to audio up, you can. All right. The final four in the first 
uh, final match. I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know the I don't know the order here for these things. Mm-hmm. The T eight hundred versus Predator. Oh, so the T eight hundred is now fighting the first character that can actually well, yeah, damage. No, that's got to be online. Yes, <laughs> the Predator's got to do like a, a confused head tilt. I think I fought this guy before. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well we know the Terminator would be able to see the Predator even if it's cloaked. Well, does the Terminator have heat vision? It was just like it's targeting thing. The Terminator might not be able to see the Predator if it's cloaked. Because it's all, you know, it's the red vision. Right, right. I don't, I don't recall the Terminator, like, switching vision modes. He just had the, uh, like, the scan, like, you know. Was... That's true. So it might detect, like, a heartbeat or something. Right. Just, uh, this is probably just like walking through the bar. Talking. Inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is nothing. Just a bunch of screenshots. So we have a battle damage T-800 versus a Predator. I think... I think the Predator would, you know, just... Would hunt it and take it out. What is, um... His shoulder blaster destroy the alloy skeleton? Yeah, well, see, the things I'll, that destroyed it were, like, lava or crushing or... Well, in... If you remember Terminator 2, they're fighting against the T-800s with, like, laser guns. Mm-hmm. And that's... That's their. That's how they're fighting them. True, true. So theoretically, a laser blast, you know, being a hot beam of yeah, molten, molten light. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Not lava. <laughs> so the T eight hundred might, you know, wound the predator, but I would ultimately think that blow its arm off. No more weapon. And once it's disarmed, because I mean, predator's smart. Terminator's smart too. Right. But the predator's a hunter. Mm-hmm. And the Terminator's honestly, Terminator's a hunter too, because it's hunting humans in the past and in the future. Uh, but I mean, he's more of an it's assassin. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. like it's not—he's a hunter, but he's kind of you know, he's just programmed like Zerik on you know. Yeah, it's not like doesn't know exactly who he's going after. So I mean, you have to be yeah, because he's like, are you Sarah Connor? Yes. Oops, wrong one. Takes place in the jungle. I think anywhere it takes place. The, honestly, I think hmm. the predator would probably pull it off. Um, but he went on the predator series. Uh, we're just reading some po- comments online. Yeah, has lost a human. Well. Terminator track down the predator. Well, for our intents and purposes, they're in an arena. They're not like, and you know, the Terminator's not setting traps. It's just funny too because he's. It's almost like revenge for the predator because it's Arnold. Yeah, (laughs) and Arnold killed him in his movie. I do remember you. Um, yeah, I would say the predator. Predator. Yeah, I can go with that. All right, the first finale. Where am I going here? uh, Wait, it goes. Be hell of a movie. (laughs) Oh, damn right. Wait a sec. Hold on. Let me look all this. No, no, no. You got it. Uh, erase that what you just wrote, though, because he's got to take on the guy on the other side. I'm sorry. What are you saying here? They fight. Wait a second. Ah, I totally did it wrong. I see what you're saying. Uh, the line's yeah, through. You, you did it right. No, the T-800 should even fight the Predator. Oh, is that what you did? Oh, no. Okay, well, you just got to do it the other way, that way, too. Oh, here, what are y'all... Am I reading this right? No, it should be to keep a, the microphone. a winner of this it bracket. It should be these two fight. Yeah, and, and then a winner of this fight. bracket. Okay, yeah. that's what I was doing it much like the previous bracket. My mistake. Okay. So, that so was if that did happen, that would, that's what, how it would end. Which it so, could. So excuse me. So let's see if it gets there. <laughs> okay. Backstepping a space. Okay. First finals match. Still a T-800. Mm-hmm. But instead of fighting the Predator, it fights the Earthborn Predator himself, John Rambo. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, they're both masters of the jungle. Like, you know, I mean, we'll both... What's uh, T-800, uh, I'm sorry, versus Rambo? Did I say Predator? Oh, T-800 oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. T- versus John Rambo. Oh, by Rambo. 
Yeah, a whole lot of firepower coming his way. And of course, Rambo also, you know, quick hit and run. It might take a couple arrows to kill it, mm-hmm. take it down. But I think those powerful bowstrings. Because now he would get a refill on his bow, okay. his arrows for this. Yeah, oh, it's it, not it, like they have limited ammunition. Right, with like, his full uh, arsenal and stuff, and I, I would definitely go. I mean, especially if you had more than multiple arrows. Yeah, uh, I mean, blow. I mean, Terminators, they blow them apart. Yeah, you know. I think it, you know, like, Terminator might like you give a great a, a wound on Rambo, you know, right. behind a rock, like pissed off, and then finally just stands up, just like, pulls the bow in his face. Terminator's like tew, 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 missing every shot for some reason. Arrow, and John Rambo proceeds to the finals. All right, now here's where I messed up. The Predator will not fight fight the T800 because Rambo just killed it first of all, but also because he should be fighting. Luke Skywalker. Ooh. Predator versus Jedi. Now, yeah. we're, like, we already established that this is a Return of the Jedi Luke. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have, like, the later Jedi Master stuff, so like that. He would not see the Predator coming. Uh, I mean, Theoretically, he got- could sense it, though, like there's a disturbance in the arena. <laughs> a laser shoots out from a cloak. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would. I would he assume would that would happen from Jedi Luke. Of course. So then now so now it's the Predator does have other well in the first part of the show is other arsenal because of course they're hunters so if I was making a fan film on YouTube right. the Predator would pull out a lightsaber or have a lightsaber claw well, I mean, <laughs> well, this, is, this is not my YouTube fan film this is right. Luke Skywalker versus Predator I would say even, Luke would deflect it maybe even deflect it back, back at him and disable the right. uh, I mean, shoulder even, cannon even if he used like his uh, discus or uh his net and stuff like that. I mean, his net could be countered with, you know, lightsaber. Yeah, like if it, even if he hit him with it, he could just move his wrist and right, right. basically break out of it. Um, yeah, who answers? <laughs> it's always funny. After the, it would take like forever, but I should go in like every fight, put on Yahoo answers and see what people say. <laughs> it would take like way too long. Put your source. <laughs> but uh, I think it would be a cool fight to see Jedi versus a Predator, but I think ultimately a Predator would... I mean, uh, Luke Skywalker, Jedi Luke Skywalker, with the Force as his ally, yeah. would take out the Predator. I think so, too, because everything's projectile-based. Yes. The Predator. Pretty much. I mean, so he, he of course he has his claws, claw, but I mean... Then chop off his <laughs> hand, and you be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that feels, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So Luke Skywalker takes, yeah. puts the Predator's skull on his wall, <laughs> and now... The final battle. John Rambo stands tall in his bracket. Mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker stands tall on his. Oh, man. Jedi versus John Rambo. Jedi versus uh, explosive arrows, basically. Pretty much. Because, <laughs> I mean, that, that's, right. that's his only thing. And if, you know, as much as I would like to say John Rambo wins because he's an 80s icon yeah. of action movies. Luke Skywalker had just previously deflected a laser bolt. But it's not lasers this time. It's, it's explosive arrows. So even that if is he, a great point, John. If he <laughs> if he blocks it, he's still going to be he's going to explode in his face. He'd have to use the force <laughs> knowingly to deflect. Yeah. To but would he know that? No, he would. Have to. He would. <laughs> so theoretically, he could cause his own demise. He would probably have to be like, kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just wipe his hand. Right. Wipe away the. The fight, <laughs> but of course, being you know, being a distance from each other, 
again, everybody at home, it's totally hypothetical. Of right. course. Uh, you know, Challenge like, it. honestly, Challenge I think I think that I think what you said is, you know, John Rambo is immediately going to like shoot an arrow. Luke's first instinct is going to be to deflect it because he's going to sense it coming, and and the second he deflects it, it's going to explode in his the danger, face. Though, but he sense it. I mean, he couldn't sense anything from like the like metal technology. Yeah like, yeah, like it's not like oh yes, it's an exploding arrow. Now, if now, but his intent, Rambo's intentions, would he sense? Well, he, well it'd be the motive. same. It would be the same motive as the predator shooting a laser bolt, like kill. Yeah, well. You're like I'm going to, I'm going to kill you, and you know can't exactly read his mind. He can manipulate, you know. He can like, oh, here's something over there. But I mean, you know, it's the second if 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 it pretty much comes down to the fact, first thing Rambo's going to do is try to shoot an arrow because they're they're far apart. Rambo's not going to like try to get close and kill him at first, at least. So the question would be, or the main thing that would hinge this entire battle would be. Would Luke Skywalker block it with the saber? Which I think that would be the first instinct of a Jedi. Because every the time they shoot at him, it. Yeah. every time they shoot at him in the movies. Now, of course, if he knew, of course he'd just deflect it right back at him and blow him up. Mm-hmm. But I really think, based upon Return of the Jedi, when they're on the the skiff the, and they're shooting at him, he's he would be like, <laughs> he'd think, oh, <laughs> and then it blows up right in his face. But he hasn't taken on somebody who shoots bullets? Uh, let's see. Luke took on Vader. Freddy. Uh, George Newman from UHF. <laughs> oh, well, he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so are we going to crown he's John never, Rambo? He's never seen a, a weapon like that. Even without, like, uh, going with, you know, that happening and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But even if they just drop their weapons and stuff like that, toe-to-toe. Oh, John yeah. Rambo. Would snap his uh, neck. Right. Yeah. If they, uh, Unless he used to force, snuck that in there and just choked him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is John Rambo's will to kill so great? <laughs> he just... Because <laughs> there, and there is a precedent crack. for that because Vader's rage is what kept him alive. Hmm. So, like, you know, per- personal spirit, you know, that's almost like Rambo using the force in a sense because right. it's in all things. It binds us. Rambo can use the force. Not for this fight, but I mean, you know, if he was being choked out, or if anybody strong enough in the force is being choked out, this is expanded universes. Obviously, not in the movies, but I mean, you can, you know, that will not affect you. You know, that's why you don't see Jedi's, like, except in the games, (laughs) you know, force choking each other because that sort of doesn't work (laughs) for them. Yeah, so I'm, uh, I think you should do, uh, uh, I was trying to say what I was. I was going to bring up his theme. Oh, Rambo's theme. Because yeah, I mean that's that's where I think we're going with this. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to think about like, yeah, you go. just <laughs> '80s icon, action icon. It's hard to top John Rambo. I agree. Yeah. And honestly, I'm, being a betting man myself, I would I would have assumed Rambo would have made it far, but I, like not talking about it with friends and knowledgeable friends that like to talk about the different things. Never yeah. would have expected him to win it. No. It also, yeah, it's also the schedule thing. Of too. course, you know, any you know, certain fights could have taken him out. Luke got screwed because he didn't learn about guns. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea what was going for him. Mm-hmm. He said a projectile, hit it with a stick, and it blew up in his face. Yep. So John Rambo is standing tall, above and on his back. Oh, you, you, we forgot to mention too that even if they did get close. I think the Sword of Eternia could deflect a lightsaber blast. Mm. It might be an actual sword fight. Yeah. 
But which, of course, in oh, a sword right. fight, pick that up. in a sword <laughs> fight, Luke Skywalker would have the advantage because naturally, right, of yeah. a, you know, duel, saber dueling. Yeah. Now, if it was a knife fight, it's a difference because <laughs> we all know there's are two different types of fights. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's not a knife. <laughs> this is a sword. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. Your winner, the one, the only, John Rambo. He went. Let's see. Where'd Rambo's journey begin? He actually started a, just to give you a, a path to victory. He had a, he had an easy week the first week, taking on Pink from the wall. No contest there. His second week a little difficult. A Treyu question mark turned out to be the thing in disguise. He did what Kurt Russell theoretically, or depending on what you think of the, end of the movie, did or didn't do by stopping the thing. And then Rambo had probably, arguably, possibly his toughest match against none other than Batman. Of course, mm. as Jonathan <laughs> mentioned, it's the Batman that can't turn his neck without <laughs> turning his whole body, being Michael Keaton, Batman. And then he took on Ash from Army of Darkness, took him out. Uh, he took out some icons. Very, yeah, he did. very much so. Uh, took him out, saving Private Ryan style, <laughs> uh, with his knife. And then his final match, or second final match, Rambo versus He-Man. Again, the exploding arrow makes the difference here. As well in his next fight, taking on the T-800, saving the future as well by... T-800 obviously had to win this to get to John Connor, didn't, because John Rambo is the one who saved him. And then, of course, in the final, took out Luke Skywalker (laughs) to get there and stand tall above 99 other bodies. John Rambo stands tall as the winner. (laughs) Navarus, whatever. Rambo. Man, I have a boner. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a personal problem. That definitely uh, sums it up for Rambo. All man, right, there you have it. One hundred men, fish, women entered. One man left. Yeah, but like I said, like thinking of like eighties movies. But when I was a kid, like Rambo was like the forbidden fruit. You know, like it was just so, <laughs> so violent. So, but yeah. like it, it was so appealing to me. Yeah. And uh, I remember seeing it like really young and just be like, oh my god, this is amazing. You know. Yeah. And I mean, in retrospect, when I go back and watch them, I'm more of a fan of First Blood. I just, like the original. You mean uh, the very yeah. first one? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, um, as a kid, like... Uh, but I hated it as a kid. I was like, yeah, I was like, boring. Wait, yeah, like, you know, <laughs> when's he going to, like, take the army on and all that? Right. You know, and then... What the hell's Rambo crying? What's going <laughs> <Yeah>. on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's dressed like, you know, making his clothes and everything. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and, the, and honestly, as a kid, I, I, didn't, I didn't even understand what's going on. Just like, why are they hunting him? Like, I don't understand. Because he's different. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty much it. Because it was really a statement on Vietnam and everything, right, right. you know, all that. And then, of course, the second one is just like, we need you for a mission. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and then, you know... Tearsheets out of the plane, just immediately starts taking on everybody. <laughs> mm-hmm. And of course, three goes even further. Three is ridiculous. I can't watch three barely. Three, three is like to me the worst. Like I have one and two and four. I don't ever want to see three again. Oh yeah, yeah. Four. <laughs> I remember like I had um, got this amazing surround sound, like, super deal. And it's mm-hmm. uh, long story short, it was like a twelve hundred dollars surround sound system. I got for forty bucks. Damn. Uh-huh. Mm. And wasn't sure if it worked. It was like open box and stuff like that. It was like yeah. marked down like five times. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, even if like the receiver doesn't work, it's worth it for the speakers. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it wound up everything worked on it. It was awesome. That's but awesome. First movie I watched on it was Rambo 4. Hell yeah. And uh, I was living in, uh, this, I was upstairs in this apartment. <laughs> and it was basically this scene that you're about to play. But where he gets on the, the uh, oh, 50 the, cal. The turret? Yeah. Oh my God. And whoever was below me started like beating on this. <laughs> like they're killing me up here. That was, that was like when I saw this movie the theater. And like it got to this scene, I was just like, "This is the most yeah, violent thing I've seen in years." <laughs> you know they're making another one, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, as long as he doesn't talk much and just, you know. I mean, to me, this this was like, you know, sort of like a swan song, like it, for the character. Absolutely. Like he goes home. Same thing with Balboa, you know. Yeah, like because I was that was extremely nervous about Balboa, but that movie was great. Yep. I was like, okay, great job, Stallone. You you know, you wrapped up 
Rocky. You wrapped up Rambo. Like I'm I'm nervous about it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> this one gun just rips people apart. Oh, and the bomb. Yeah, great movie. Oh yeah, with the the bomb. You God, this was so good. Like, so and like we're talking about. Like I was so worried about. Like God, please don't suck. Please don't suck. And I'm just like yeah. the whole time. Like you know, hulking out. Like God, this is so awesome. And, it's, and like as a director too, like he's he's accept, I think he's really really good. Oh, he's I mean he's learned. But yeah. Because like, if you watch like a lot of his older stuff, I recently watched a couple. I watched uh, some of the Rockies and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I mean you see like what Rocky Balboa he gives himself less lines. And stuff yeah. Like that. He, he, knows, goes, he knows. He knows. His he knows yeah. <laughs> and like I want to go I'm, home and watch this movie now. Yeah. I'm guessing he's <laughs> done with. I don't know if they're gonna do another Expendables. We'll see. After three, three was terrible. It was almost it was on my so list sad. of worst. Because it's mean, uh, so sad, it's like how ungood it was. I should, right. Well, I'm I mean, you get the the first one, which I really didn't care for. I thought it was okay. You know, yeah. it was an interesting idea. And the second one, I, I enjoyed. It. I thought it was yeah, fun. I thought they really did a lot, a much better job with the second one. It had the violence, kind of like this. You know, it was kind of just a fun film. And the third one comes out, and it's just like the what, what's going on? Why'd you you know you scaled it back so much? Yeah. And, and the thing, it's like, and the effects were bad, and yeah, like bad. the action was like all of like their stuff, like the expendable stuff, mm -hmm. like but, I mean with the classic. Thing like I like that, but then like, I hated movies. But oh, here's the new kids. Right, right. That whole like I was just like, oh man. They're like you know, oh what's that watch you got there, Dolph Lundgren? Oh, it's I don't know. You know, like playing on the fact that they're old, which that would work a bit, but they just overdid it. I'm just like, this is not good. Yeah. And it was you know, and, and you add Harrison Ford and Kelsey Grammer and Mel Gibson, uh, Mel Gibson as the villain. You know, it was like, oh, this is gonna be great. And then, <laughs> especially <laughs> after the second one, because like you said, the first one was like, okay. Uh, you know, I like it that they combined everybody. You know, good job. And the second, like, oh hell yeah, like right, right. that's all. You know, Van Dam is the, like, oh, oh that was man, awesome too. Chuck Norris. You know, the, that whole scene in the end, like you know, with the fight and the Stallone versus Van Dam, and then uh, they'll shoot out with all three of them, or with Willis, Schwarzenegger, and uh, Norris. It's like it's like a wet, you know, an action fan's wet oh, dream. Yeah. Like you know, and three is just like, yeah. So hopefully they don't make another one. I don't know. Just, just let it go. I think uh, him and Statements love stories and done yet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got to get together. Get a houseboat. <laughs> All right, everybody. I think that does it for us. I have no clue what the movie will be next week, but just tune in and you'll find out. Yep. But until next, uh, again, I want to thank Jonathan Foreman from Now vs. Nostalgia for coming in and helping us figure this out, especially with the deal with the Wraith, which, you know, still. He, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still out there. <laughs> if you call it live, alive. But uh, Superman beat John Rambo? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, and I mean the, the only, I mean the only thing that would save Rambo would be a kryptonite arrowhead, which he wouldn't have. Well, right. maybe that little jade sure. necklace isn't jade. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you yeah. think. I like the way you think, Rambo. Like, you'll need this later in your life. Like this. it all Stop comes around. All for that. He like takes it and puts it on the tip of the arrow. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> or you, you know, he does something with it. It'd be awesome. But anyway, I'm kind of excited for Rambo Five now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rambo, it's, it's this story of him like. Oh, man, it's, that'd be great. But anyway, join us next week for another trip to the 80s and join Now vs. Nostalgia on their next episode as well for who knows what it's going to be at that point in time. Oh, we are uh, in January. Should, yeah, so you we're, should be in sci-fi month. We're in sci-fi month. So. so tune into them. Uh, any hints for anybody as to what's going to be coming up or anything? Or Technically, um, it's the uh, think Star <laughs> Halfway yeah. through. Uh, I think uh, we're actually uh, doing think StarCraft the movie. That's about the closest <laughs> hint I can give. <laughs> Wow. There you go. <laughs> but uh, don't forget, AsiaVisit at gmail.com, AwesomePods.com, AwesomePods on Facebook, AwesomePods on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. And Jonathan, you want to talk about yep. your lovely show? Oh, yeah. Uh, all things like, you know, 80s, 90s and stuff like that. Just uh, 
touching back on childhood and stuff like that, looking back on it, check us out at uh, www.nvn podcast. Uh, you can find links to our Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, just give us a check out. Um, always posting random stuff, uh, stuff that I find come across. Yeah, and uh, yeah. some good yeah. stuff too. Yeah, some. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I mean, some, it, of, I mean, some of the crap, but some of the good stuff too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not saying they came out kind of bad. Like, yeah, some good stuff too. No, but I mean, like, you know, uh, some of the stuff floating around the interwebs is. It's all good. You know, like, oh, somebody's trying to be funny with something, but you do a good job of kind of like posting stuff that I haven't seen. Not that I'll see a lot, but I mean, the good stuff. Right. Is what, was, is what I meant to say about that statement. Here's mm-hmm. the part where he kills the child molester in Rambo. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the scene right there. Is just, and that's why he's the <laughs> That homemade there. machete. That's why he is uh. the champion. But until next time, everybody, yes. I am Trey Harris. Yes, he said, Julie. And Jonathan Foreman. Cowabunga, everybody! Facebook.com slash awesome pods and follow us on Twitter at awesome pods.